So if I brought the key in and you killed me, it's not in my secure container and you can't loot it. It, it literally ceases to exist. Nobody gets it. It's... Who let Todd Howard... Dude. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs>what's up everyone welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talking about all the progress in life like music content creation and video games i'm one of your co-hosts jessica sam and i need to think of another name <laughs> that is kind of like jessica sam yeah but isn't mm. uh i don't know i can't think of anything mm. but what i do know is that this week's episode of the podcast Ooh. is brought to you by hello fresh America's number one mm. meal kit. Uh, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash 50podcast and use code 50podcast, you'll get 50% off plus free shipping. Huge. W. Mm. Thank you, HelloFresh. Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. What's up, man? Oh, you know, dude, I just spent the last two days playing fucking Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, like... You, you you can't have an opinion on the game unless you have seven billion hours. Yeah. Um, and I, I literally just hit the thirty hour mark. Mm. Um, and, and obviously you, you're taking your video down, right? Because the game is just phenomenal. Going from hour six to hour thirty. Um. <laughs> It's worse than <laughs> it's worse than we thought. Oh man, it's actually just worse than we thought. I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk about that now or or, or after. Uh, oh, I mean, dude, we can talk about it now, man. We're freaking not a whole lot happened in Tarkov. We'll get to it, but it's funny. Oh, it, yeah. Did you get a chance to see the video? I did. I watched the video. I watched the whole video. Okay, so what did you think? I like. I mean, I have said this before that like your videos and I've said it about myself as well. Like your like our videos are our best takes because they're the most thought out. You know, we script our videos like it's, you know, when you're streaming and you're having a hard time or somebody's asked you the same question. A lot of times you don't get the thing. So the video is always like, like the, the best, of the best cream of the crop on the opinion. And yeah, it's funny because it's like it's so I mean, we talked about it on the last week's podcast and then we also talked about it on the patreon episode by the way shout out to pp patreon go look it up patreon.com slash the podcast pod um so like obviously i knew a little bit going in but it's just because we talked about like the comments and the hate and like all that stuff and it's just so funny because the video is so like not out to yuck anyone's yum it's like dude if you're having fun whatever but like here's what i'm thinking you know what i mean it's like it's so I don't know. I thought the video was great. Like I watched the video and I was still like, I bet that like I could and get enjoyment out of this game because I, I would sometimes I just want that. But there's the, I just want to be running quests. Sometimes I just want an RPG. You know, I'm playing so many first person shooters and just talk all the time. So, yeah, it's funny. I thought the video was great. I thought everything was hilarious because it's funny. Like I said, I don't have an opinion on the game. I literally haven't played it. And so like you know, I've heard a lot of you talking about what you didn't like about Starfield, but to see all the footage, you know what I mean? Like, the blind guy was so funny. You were like, I thought didn't that they were look? being, dude, it's that, like, 
it's so funny because you were not at all like exaggerating that you just he's just like hey he he, he did the and then the, <laughs> who's, just who's the like uh ray the ray charles yeah yeah dude i don't know so like yeah i mean yeah like none of the criticism None of the criticism that I've seen has, has anything to do with any of the points. Yeah, I made. with the content of your video, with the points you made, it's just it was all it was all inserting and fabricating mm -hmm. reasons for why I yeah. disliked it. Either I disliked it from the beginning. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe Bethesda games just aren't for me. Yeah. Ign ignoring the fact that they're amongst my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Um. That there were even some comments. Like I had to Google this because there were like two or three separate people that kept saying I was one of the ponies, and I had to like I had no idea what the fuck they were referring to. Apparently, that's like a derogatory term towards like Sony ponies. I think like like I must have been a PlayStation enjoyer, and I was just mad, even though I had uh, yes. a console. The man so literally made a video it comprised entirely of Starfield footage of him playing it. Must be mad he can't play it because he's got the wrong console. <laughs> I mean... It is crazy the lengths people will go... It's crazy the lengths people will go to not watch a video they want to criticize. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the amount yeah. of time it took that dude to construct that comment and hit enter, he probably just could have watched half the video and been like, oh, he actually doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and then the other thing, the other, the other, you know, criticism was that I only played five hours, um, even though I'd actually ended up being like seven hours. Yeah, but I don't that, not that that would have changed anybody's opinion. Um, yeah, although it's crazy because like the first half of the video, the first probably legit half of the video, your criticism is of the opening to the story. Yeah. But, like. Playing 50 hours doesn't change that I'm criticizing the first hour. Like, yeah, for sure. Maybe if I had beat the game, I would have seen a story beat that referenced the intro or whatever. But it's like, that's I'm what you were criticizing for a huge part of it was the opening. Like, it's crazy. Like playing eight, playing an additional 15 or 20 hours wouldn't have changed that. Especially since so few people spend that 20 hours. Like if you had said you had played 25, 30, 40 hours of the game, you would have gotten so many less of those comments, but you could have spent that 20, 30, 40 hours doing exclusively side quests, not engaging in the story at all. And, and everyone would have been fine with that. You know, it's just like, oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and there's three types of people. There are the people that say, well, you need to get, you need to get further into the main quest line. Like that's where the story is. Yeah. Like people unironically telling me how to play the game. Um, yeah, the second group of the people that are saying "fuck the main storyline," <laughs> yeah. all of the enjoyment, all of the quality, all of the good stuff is in the side quests. Yeah, and then the other third of the people go, "the quests are trash, the quests are garbage, it's all of the stuff in between." That's hilarious. I love when and that happens. No matter and no matter what I do, it's all trash. I love that. We've talked about that before in uh, Tarkov too, where like the unity is just hatred. We all hate different things. And if anybody questioned, like, we're a group of 5,000 people. And if anybody questioned us, we would all disagree with each other. But right now, we just all agree your take is bad. 
And it's just so funny because like exactly that. It's like, oh, well, the main story's stupid. Oh, no, no. Well, you have to play the main story. Oh, well, all the quests are terrible. And it's like, you guys are so crazy. Yeah. So wow. and, and there's a couple different elements too. the whole like there's this is an argument or a conversation that I couldn't possibly have on like Twitter, or YouTube comments. Sure. It would it would just be it would be a swamp. Yeah. Um, it would be a cesspool. But I can have with you because you're reasonable. You know how when people make large sweeping co like comments as if like two plus two equals four. Yeah. This is a like a law or rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. How you can demonstrate that if you can show like one instance that is contradictory to the thing that they just said, it proves the thing they just said yes. is not true which should force them to like they need to obviously rephrase the thing that they yeah. just said right yeah. so people saying that you can't have an opinion on a game if you've only played five hours well imagine imagine a world where i download the game and every 10 seconds for five hours the game launches crashes yeah launches crashes launches blue screens Launches, crashes. Am I, am I supposed to yeah. assume that my next... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that someone saying this fucking game is garbage. It's trash, whatever, right? Like, yeah. going to whatever... It would be reasonable. You'd understand, like, okay, clearly they're having problems. Some other people... So that demonstrates that... Yeah. After five hours... There are situations where you could have an opinion about like what you feel about the game. For sure. If the game doesn't let me yeah. play it, it's a bad game. Yeah. So that's way on one extreme. For sure. So so then it's all right, well, where's the line? For sure. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and for me, a game that within the first five hours does does nothing but demonstrate a complete and utter lack of care, yeah. effort, and quality on every level from the characters to the story to the dialogue to yeah. the quests to the blah, 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 blah. Then to me, like that's in my criteria for a bad game. Yeah. If you, if you can't show me anything remotely good, yeah. then it's not a good game. Yeah, for sure. Now, what I don't have to say is, in my opinion, because... That's all people do is say their opinions unless I'm talking yeah, to you about mathematical proofs. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so weird that you have to say, yeah, societally, it's so weird. You have to say, in my opinion, of course, it's my opinion. I don't presume to be a guy who can speak objectively on pretty much any subject out there. So when I'm talking, it's just safe to assume what I'm giving you is my opinion. <laughs> Now, I would love to hear Jacob Geller or, like, The Closer Look or any of those yeah. people do, like, a proper character literary analysis breakdown of the intro. Yeah. Um, and actually, one person did that on, on Skyrim, and it was, like, six months ago or three months ago. It's actually fairly recent. Oh, interesting. Um, and it was like, bro, yes, like... I agree. I agreed with everything. He talked about the flaws in the story, in the narrative with the characters, and some the the good things, the bad things. And I want someone else to do that for Starfield. That it knows a lot more than me 
about storytelling and yeah. narrative and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I am an amateur, but the average gamer, yeah, they don't spend their free time li- like watching video essays on yeah, for sure. what makes bad dialogue and good dialogue in film and for you know sure. what I mean? Like so that's just something that I've I'm interested in that stood out to me. Yeah. If if you disagree, that might be that you just either weren't paying attention or you don't you wouldn't know good or bad dialogue if it slapped you in the mouth. Yeah. Um or it could be that I'm wrong and it's really good dialogue for some no, other reason. I, I would love for someone to point it out. Or also I just like I, I just don't think it's crazy to think that there's a set of people that like really good dialogue or really bad dialogue completely does not change their opinion of a game. Right? Like yeah. there's just there, like there's people that there's people that like obviously don't exist as like chronically on the internet that just gave Starfield like an eight out of ten, where if the intro had been like phenomenally written and scored would have given it an eight out of 10. Like they're just like, they sit down, they play video game exclusively for the run and gun for the quest. Just mash, just mash a every skippable cutscene, And then they have a good time. It's like, and that doesn't make you stupid for criticizing the writing of the game. And it doesn't make them stupid for not caring at all about the writing in the game. Like everyone's opinion is correct there because th- different things are less m- more or less important to different people you know what i mean it's just crazy like it i don't know and, I, and i'm baffled <laughs> that all the stuff like all of the stuff that i've seen um you know uh xbox addict which apparently is like a publication i'm just looking at like yeah. the review scores um gave it a 100 out of 100 ign spain 100 yeah. out of 100 Washington Post 100 out of 100 yeah. like <laughs> I I I can't I just I don't I, even I like taking I've been like taking them seriously beforehand yeah but. I put like no stock into that stuff anymore dude because it's just it's crazy into it, those like the Washington Post <laughs> like it's funny yo so I I want to point this out because somebody said it in chat and it is um Oh, skill fan. He was like, it's like when you showed Jesse the stutter steps or freezes and Tarkov happening. And I didn't notice it until it was you showed me. It was like nobody like at that moment, you couldn't have made the argument where I hadn't put enough hours into Tarkov yet. Right. You -hmm. couldn't have made the argument that I didn't enjoy Tarkov. You couldn't have made the argument that I wasn't viewing Tarkov with a critical eye because we like. There was like none of those arguments you would have had a leg to stand on. And yet, even still, even thousands of hours into the game and hundreds of hours of conversing with you about the game, I still had blinders on just because I'm me. I was just, I just never noticed. I was just playing the game and I just, you know what I mean? And it's like, so that's such a great analogy because it's like people play hundreds of games. They spend hundreds or thousands of hours playing games and Maybe some people just didn't realize how bad the writing was until they're like, you're just like, did you read that? And you're like, oh, my God, this is terrible writing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it doesn't make anyone in that situation an idiot. When you showed me that and I was like, dude, no, I can't unsee it. You weren't like, dude, you're so actually stupid. I can't believe it. You were just like, yeah, now now you see it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, dude, now I freaking see it. And it's just like that's it. It doesn't mean anyone's stupid. I mean, that's the inherent 
fear there. It's like, I like Starfield. If Starfield really is a bad game, I like something bad, and that makes me less valuable. So I must defend Starfield with my life because otherwise I'll look like a guy that likes a bad thing. And it just goes crazy instead of just being like, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and unfortunately, like my the more time I've spent playing, it hasn't like. you. I could be I could have been accused <laughs> of coming to conclusions about what the rest of the game was yeah. too early. Whereas my thought was they're, they've put everything out on the table. The beginning of the game is usually when you put your best foot forward. Usually games fall off at the end. Like Baldur's Gate, the 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 third, the, the ending, it, it's still great. Yeah. But it's definitely like act one and two are the best. Yeah. Act yeah, three yeah. is kind of mid, you know? Yeah. Um, but you end up with a great resolution to story, all this stuff. Yep. Most games put their best foot forward straight away. Yeah. So, wh like, why would I assume that the any of the any of the criteria, the attention to detail, blah blah blah, all that stuff, would be different later on? Yeah. Why is that? Is it unreasonable to assume? Maybe. Well, I've now gone and basically kind of like a fuck you. Like, fine, I'll take a look. Yeah. Let's see. Either I'll be wrong, and it'll be one of those moments where I'm like, hey, I was wrong. You know. Yeah. Or it's going to be a vindication moment. Um, and you can say that I'm motivated to be vindicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can claim to know what's in my heart and what I want and what I think and what uh, my plans are. And good for you. Uh, yeah. But, um, but I mean, e ev everything, everything, everything is blows my mind how bad it is yeah like so 30 hours in and i'm not sure i'm not <laughs> sure why the spaceship is in the game yeah i'm not sure why there's like it's like a mobile base but so far i haven't had a reason to have a base there's no reason to customize the ship so like literally what you do is when you have a quest you can walk all the way from the front door of the building you're in all the way to your ship, which, you know, takes like 40 yeah. seconds or whatever. And it's all it is, is the characters all in the way, right? Mm -hmm. Just like annoyingness constantly. Y the like primary character, you know, behind you, who's like your follower. Yeah. They'll be like, you know, I think that, you know, this city's history and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, what are you doing with the snakes in the grass? Like some random characters and it, it replaces the the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. You just constantly interrupts you, right? It's like you can do that. And then you get in your ship and then it's like fades to black loading screen for it's only like two seconds. Yeah. Now you're in the cockpit of your ship and now you pull up the map screen and then you choose the planet you want to go to, and then you choose set route, and then you hold X, and then it, it's ship takes off, yeah. cutscene, fades to black, it's a loading screen, and then you're looking at the planet you want to land on, and then you open up your journal to where your quests are, and you choose the quest you want, or you open up the map and then choose the landing spot, and you press the button, and it loading screens to while you're... It's like fast travel with extra steps. <laughs> 
it's yeah it, it splits up one fast travel into six fucking fast travels with the occasional you you 80 percent of the time when you show up to the planet yeah it's like hold on you got to get scanned by the authorities because like the government you know needs to make sure you don't yeah. have any contraband over and over and over um and whoever you guys are flipping out on in chat, just ban him and get him out of here. All he is is a distraction. Um, yeah. It's it's just terrible. Yeah. And, and, and I've been asking people, like, am I playing it wrong? Like, what's the game loop yeah. supposed to be? And I haven't figured it out yet. And most yeah. people are like, no, that's what you do. Unless I've you heard to walk around in your ship. Yeah, I guess, I've heard like, of people that like you fly around and interact with like like board ships and steal the cargo that's on them. But I haven't seen anybody do that when they're playing. And I imagine you know what I mean, it's like a, you I can. That might be cool, but it's like I, I don't the, the, know. It's like crafting is in the game. And in order to start any mission, you have to walk up to the crafting table and then hit just escape out of it. It's like, it's cool that it's a gameplay loop if people want it to be there, but it's like a gameplay loop that you're forced to just like deny every time you don't want to do it. Like it would have been yeah. cool if you were given the ability to just click a planet. For, like if you were like, if you were walking around and you could just pull up your watch, click the planet your quest is on, boom. And in one load screen, you get the takeoff and you get the landing, or you can say, go to space and then you can fly around in space doing those things if you wanted to do them. But the fastest way to get there is three different, like separate fast travels with three button presses. Yeah, that's interesting. Once you get to the menu and click twice, it's like so fucking terrible. Okay. And then the quests. I mean, it's it's just a caricature of yeah the worst possible you show up to the place you went to. There's seven pirates. They're all the same guys with the same generic bullshit, whatever. They sit there and they like miss all the shots on you and they yell stupid stuff. Your companion is just running back and forth, jumping, throwing grenades at your feet. Totally, yeah. you know, put their gun away and start talking to you as if normal while the enemies are shooting them in the back and they just don't react. At one point, there's a hospital and there's like a VIP area in the hospital and we're looking for like a fugitive. Okay. We got to convince this. We go through this whole persuasion mini game. That's don't even get me started on that. We yeah. end up in the VIP area of the hospital and we open the door and there's a corpse, a turret on the ceiling and then like a landmine. And then you find out what you like, got to like check the computer and then look at like the note that she left on the bed that says exactly where she's going. Come to this planet in the cave where your secret hideout is. And then you you go to the other, like go through the door to the lobby and there's 60 people and, and I go to talk to them and they're all like, hey, what can I do for you? And I want to be like, there's dead people. Like there was just a shooting and yeah. landmines. And like they have no record, no, there's no nothing. Yeah. You go to the cave, you pick up the thing and you go back and you add it to your collection of things over and over and over and over for 30 hours. And then I do the side, dude, this, the one side quest I had, I'll, I'll just tell you the one side quest and then, and then I'll be 
then I'll be done. Dang. Because there was a period where I'm like, I did one of the main faction quest lines, complete and utter the same thing. Yeah. Go kill a bunch of people, talk to some people. It makes no sense. It's boring. It's fucking annoying. The main quest, same shit over and over and over and over again. Um, so then I was responding to the people who were like, well, you need to go explore the stuff in between. Yeah. Well, one time I did that and it was I walked for seven minutes. There was nothing there except for a derpy little dinosaur thing. And it was just grass and rocks. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm, now I'm fast traveling anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. no longer walking. Um, so I, I go, okay, and I go find this woman who's like working in some company. And I start talking to her. And then she starts talking about the heart of Mars. And I'm like, now I'm interested. Mm -hmm. This sounds interesting. And she was like, but it's like this cursed platinum deposit in a cave. People go there and nobody walks out. Like, you can go there if you want. Here are the coordinates to the cave. I like, open it up in my journal. Hit a button. Whoop, I'm right outside the cave. Okay, cool. Walk to the entrance of the cave. Hit enter. Loading screen. Now I'm at the entrance to the cave. I can see the quest marker 34 meters in front of me. I walk over and it's a chunk of gray rock. I mined it. I picked it up. The heart of Mars is a, a gray rock worth 25,000 units. And then I'm like, I can see the cave go further. And I'm like, there's got to be like a kraken in uh -huh. here or something, right? And I walk in and it's about 50 feet of just cave with nothing. Like not even mining anything. There were like enemies in there? Nothing. No. And then I go back and I and I show her. I'm like, yo, I got the heart of Mars. And she goes, oh, wow, that was just a prank that we have newbies that go out. I did. We didn't even think it was real. I must have given you the wrong cave coordinates. Well, you can keep it. See you later. And that's the heart of Mars. It's fucking dude. I'm telling Damn. you, it's it's it's. It's atrocious. I'm literally mad. It's so fucking bad. That's crazy, too. Like, like, am I am I unreasonably like no. angry? No. It's like this was this was Todd Howard's fourth <laughs> fourth grade son's midterm project for English class. Oh my god. And this that's the game, dude. It's just that. And here's the thing: people like. Walking around mindlessly yeah, for sure, and for collecting sure. things, and but like, yeah, I I won't hear from anybody that it's an incredible game. I won't hear from Game Rant or yeah, you know Mondo Xbox or CC Magazine or IGN Brazil or Hobby Consoles that it's ninety five or a hundred when it's just the most shallow uh. trash. Damn. And every four seconds, if you just walk and you stop, you're going to see some broken bullshit. All of a sudden, your character is just going to like in front of you, you know, like yeah. two NPCs have a conversation. One walks away and then they have a conversation from 300 feet away from each other. And they're still talking and it's like every every two minutes. Man. Someone's just walking into you, walking into walls. It's that's so brutal. It's like stable, and then it's it's yeah, not yeah, crashing. Yeah, 
but like nothing works. None of the dialogue options, they don't do anything. I promise you they do nothing. You have five options for every dialogue. The first four, do they just push you to the, to the same thing? And then the last one is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my God. And then you see like your companion dislikes this and then it just goes to the next thing anyway. It doesn't change. They don't change anything. They don't respond to anything that you just said. I spent like 15 Ugh. minutes talking to, there was a little boy talking about how his, his dad died and his mom is really sad and needs a friend. Open up her front door and walk in and that's totally fine, right? Start talking to the lady and she's saying how hard it is. You know, she's like stuck in this cycle of she can't make it, you know, she can't get a job. If she goes to get a job, she can't take care of a kid, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. And then I find out that I think she's like an alcoholic based on like her son said like, oh yeah, they said something and she gets sad. So she shows she drinks, but like, I don't get sad when I drink water. It's like, oh, okay. So the kid doesn't understand that his mom's an alcoholic, whatever. You, if you open up her locker, there's like whiskey in there. So it's like, uh -huh. okay, you get one point for flavor, yeah. but then you talk to her, you go through all of their dialogue and there's nothing you can do. You can't give them money. You can't help her get a job. There's, it's just nothing. Mm. I, I, just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, yeah. and while this is all happening, there's like, like Mars explosions going on while your character is talking to you, while this character is talking to you, while, while someone runs up like a quick time event and is like, hey, all at once, and the oh. screen is shaking and everybody's all talking to you and none of them know anything about the other systems that are all happening. It's 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 a joke, dude. That's wild. And I spent a hundred dollars on it. Luckily I made luckily I made that back in ad revenue on the first video. <laughs> and I'm putting together some highlight videos of just how fucking busted it is, just oh. so I can say, here's here's my time playing the rest of the game. Yeah. It's not even commentary, it's just me laughing at things. If you want to think that my original takes that the game is bad or unreasonable, then fine. I don't know, but here we are. Dang. That's, <sighs> oh, that's brutal. I saw, like, it's funny. I saw a video of, like, it was, like, top 10 Starfield mods. And it was it was funny because, like, I, I watched the video and, like, eight of them, it was, like, top 10 Starfield mods of the week. I didn't see it. They had to be ways to make the everything better yeah better it, none of it was like thomas the train and none of it was like you know nude mods or anything it was like eight of the ten were just like the menu doing bethesda's job yeah like it, 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 th there were so many things i went i was watching the video i haven't played starfield and i was like well why didn't they think of that like it was just like and well, it, and it seven took years and dude. it took modders two days two days it was like giving dude I, I need to send you the video because some of it was like so good on just like allowing you to see more information about what things are or like giving icons to things so you can see what they are in your inventory like making the health bar better make, it's just like so many things and it's like it's crazy because yeah once again you know 25 years billion dollar company hundreds of people working on it like this should be what you expect you know what i mean like I went through Two the dudes in their underwear in the basement in their basement shouldn't be able to in 48 hours make like something so critical as like the inventory, you know, and like so those two guys in 30 minutes can make every single person's every second of the game better. 
It's like, why couldn't you guys have spent two days making every single person's every second of the game better? Like, that stuff is brutal. Modding for, like, yeah, Thomas the Train or modding Skyrim into, you know, that's great. But, like, just, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, and I mean, even, like, Skyrim with, like, the the Sky UI mods mm -hmm. um, and a whole bunch of other inventory or whatever, like... It, there were a ton of really nice quality of life mods. Yeah. Same thing with with Baldur's Gate. The difference is, is that like it wasn't god awful before. Yeah. This game is just actually the worst of all. Yeah. You know, every time you hit a button and it brings you to a menu and you have to hit tab on one thousand, two, one thousand. Now you're out of the menu. Otherwise, it takes you it takes you back to the second, back to the first. That, it so it's was like, literally one of the mods was that when you hold tab, it just takes you all the way back. It, one of the mods was getting rid of the delay when holding tab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's bad. It's really <laughs> bad. Um, oh, fucking A, dude. <laughs> that's wild, man. Well, I'm sorry that you've been playing a game that sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been in... I, the, you know when they say find your own fun? I've been finding my fun and it's been yeah. laughing at how for sure, right? abysmal the game is. You know, and, and part of me feels bad because I know, I mean, not that anybody that worked at Bethesda is going to watch my content. Yeah. I, I'd feel bad if one of them, you know, came and saw. But then again, like, you're, it's such a big company with a million for sure. people working on it for so long that any individual is so detached from 100%. it that I don't feel bad because nobody's going to take it personally. Yeah, and undoubtedly... There are people that worked on it that share your sentiment. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, you know, spend years working on the aesthetic or the systems or the, you know what I or mean? Or that like, wanted to, or that had ideas and wanted to improve things. And the yeah. people in charge, because this has happened when I worked at different software companies, the people in charge say, no, we have other priorities. You're not going to work on those things that are going to make things better. You need to work on this other thing. Yeah. And like I said, so I went through the, the, the credits it's like 45 minutes of credits yeah. because there was a Reddit post that um, that was like, this is why this explains what's wrong with Starfield. And it shows there's like 47 companies that they like outsource oh, work to. Yeah. Now, the, honestly, someone responded to that with um, Elden Ring's credits basically have the same thing. Yeah. So that's like that. Okay. Touche, your argument yeah, is invalid. Yeah, touche, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it, it, it's clearly not that that's no. a problem, but it made me curious. So I went and I looked at Baldur's Gate's credits, and there were 20 writers and then, like, you know, nine, uh, like, dialogue editors and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I went through starfield and there was one writer like the guy who's like the head of writing and like content and some other thing and then like i tried to watch most of it i wasn't gonna sit i was kind of like yeah scrubbing through 10 seconds at a time i couldn't find so it's like well there you go they just if use they had chat employed GPT. 20 if they didn't no i mean chat gpt would have been better <laughs> yeah true chat gpt is is phenomenal when it comes to creative writing yeah it would absolutely have come up with something better i mean think about when i did the whole like let's yeah. make a quest and yeah, whatever true, yeah um yeah no it, damn man well rip arena yep so like i said i'm i'm 
I don't know how much more I'm going to play. Yeah. I don't know where you've been I'm finding like some enjoyment now line. that your expectations have shifted. You know what I mean? It's gotten to the point where like laughing at it is becoming too annoying. I have to go through nine menus to laugh at things. Mm. You know, all the cutscenes and loading screens and <laughs> and the, the other big problem too is that it's it's been all wrapped up in all of the other bad takes. Yeah. I get lumped in with the people who are mad for sure. For sure. That you know, it's not on PlayStation. And you get lumped or, in with the people that are mad that there's you pick pronouns. your pronouns. Like it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was waiting. I watched the Act Man, the Act Man's video that he made about like responding to hot takes, and I was like ready for one of my clips to be in there. <laughs> um, oh man, I yeah. think he's also gonna make a video that like responds to it. Right, sorry, not not the response to it, not like my video, but like that is his like review. Yeah. Um, I because I, I'm not sure exactly what his take is, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Damn. Damn. Well, speaking of existing to laugh at a game, <laughs> I've been playing a whole lot of Tarkov, dude. Yes, I've been. Oh my god, it's been rough. So, like last week, we talked about we went through like the patch notes of like the patch they did thirteen point five point one or whatever, and they did some quality of life stuff, bro. It like scuffed the game bro that patch dude so like you know you play daisy enough you play daisy more than i have like one of the things that always like got under my skin about the daisy ui was like if i click something from my inventory and drag it to my hands and let go the icon snaps back to the inventory and then snaps back to my hands like everything when you try to move something, oh. it's like like it's, I didn't play it that much. Oh well, it's I've got I've got maybe ten hours. I've got probably six. I just that was always something. It's like the inventory is super laggy. It's always how it's been. That it was like that in Tarkov. Every time you move something in your inventory, like if I picked up bolts in my backpack and tried to move them over here because I was Tetrising, you know, as soon as you would let go, it would release the, the icon would snap back to where it was and then it would snap back to this. And it was like every single thing. And I was like, oh my God. So like the inventory started being scuffed. Dude, every positive thing I've said about the movement undone in a heartbeat, dude. Like the desync was brutal. The hit reg was brutal. The like your teammates, when you're running around with your teammates, it was like, like they would vibrate back and forth two feet like so nothing wait so so first and foremost that none of the things they've done to like improve it were like lasting meaningful changes at all so it was like turning your router off and turning it back on again you're like oh wow i my internet speed went up 10x it's like no you've just been slogging through the muck and you will be in a few more hours yes yeah but like up until now some of that stuff had been felt like lasting and then it was just like it was so scuffed the it was like crazy packet loss on streets especially crazy unbelievable teleports like unbelievable just teleporting back 10 15 feet like you would go into a door like you know you would go into a doorway and then turn right and be running down a hallway and then you teleport back out of the door and since you had turned right now you were just running into the wall next to the door and you're like wait what so then you have to go back in. Happening in the middle of fights, dude. Like, 
dude, I see a guy I'm shooting. I go, I literally swing to pre-fire him and I swing. I've passed the wall now and then I'm just back and I'm shooting into the wall and I'm like, <laughs> just like losing my mind. <laughs> so the patch was rough. Some of the quality of life stuff they added was great, um, but the patch was rough, dude. And then, weirdly enough, they did what I I have never, to my knowledge, seen them do before. Um, but they they rolled it back. <laughs> they were like, like the next day, um, or maybe the day after, they tweeted. Um, they were like. This update, we have installed a technical update. This update features a partial rollback of the changes to the networking and inventory operations. They were just like, whoop. Do you know that did the version number go up? I didn't check. I should have. Yeah, like I guess the question is, was it actually a rollback? Like, literally? Yeah, they said or, partial. Or what, did they just undo the changes they, <laughs> they made? They did partial rollback, so that makes me think. Because it wasn't a rollback of, like, anything you had in your stash or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, I think it was just, yeah, they probably, like, unchecked a box that they checked and were testing or whatever. Um, but it was just, like, it was just, it was pretty bad. It was, like, pretty bad. Which, once again, you know, I don't know. It's, like, on one hand, it's just atrocious and brutal and terrible. And on the other hand, it's, like, sure, whatever. Yeah, we're push the updates if they suck they suck you know what i mean it's like we're testing but like i don't know it, it was just for a while it was really 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 bad did it, and it got better after the rollback no it didn't get okay so it didn't get better i didn't notice a single thing that got better after the rollback it was crazy and then that was september 8th and then it was like two days like that i was like five days like that it was bad and then on the 13th they did with which was yesterday yesterday they did like a bunch of patches so yesterday they did a whole like hey uh the servers ser rate times are gonna go down to 10 minutes and they did it like really early in the morning yesterday so by the time i got on yesterday like i hopped on yesterday and it was night and day it was completely different i think i uh got like crazy packet loss one single time in eight hours of streaming on streets exclusively yesterday it was i had more frames i had more consistent frames uh, I had to restart my game less frequently. So I don't know if what they did was like finally nail the thing they were trying to do or if they just like finally finished getting all of that stuff they were trying to do out. But yesterday it was like night and day. It was like, oh, my God. Now, mm. if you couldn't run streets before or if you ran streets on a really low frame, you're still like that. But at least it's not rubber band stutter, just teleporting city. It was like actually it was like, oh, OK, it's back. And then they did like a bunch more rollbacks um they're not rollbacks sorry they did a bunch more technical updates yesterday that or they did like two or three more throughout the day um and uh yeah it was i don't know it was wild the game has been woof dude it has been woof um but yeah i don't know one of the other cool things that happened uh was okay so like a, another so last week one of the biggest things we talked about was like the um the quests and all the new quests and the quest design and how like you know how we love that one of the quests was like weird it was bugging out a, a bunch of people got this quest called the door and it was like find the signal 
and nobody could find they were like where the hell is it and but most of the community didn't even have the quest and there were people that had it that were like level 32 there were people that had it that had kappa so we pretty quickly were like okay you don't need to be level 50 to get the quest you don't need to have kappa to get the quest like there was no nobody really understood and some people had it and it was just like that for a few days and then over the weekend just like randomly they they just like fixed it i guess and there was a new key found that nobody had found before like the entire wipe the whole month nobody had found this key before and then just like two days ago everybody was finding it not everybody but enough people that it was like clear that they turned something on they were like okay turn on the spawn for the key and it's called like the rusty bloody key which is apparently a callback to like silent hill games or something i never played those but it's a really cool it's it's pretty cool so you get the key and there's just on streets so you know how sometimes like uh they've done this on a bunch of maps but streets is a big one they have all these huge buildings and if they don't want you you can go up to like the second floor but you can't go up all the way right and the way they'll block the staircases sometimes is there's just like a bunch of rubble there's like a couch and a thing on the stair and you can't go up any farther yeah, yeah. one of those randomly in a random building in the new area you can jump on the couch and just get over it and keep going up and you like, and, that, and that's intended? it's intended and you go up and then there's a door and that door is locked and you unlock it with this rusty bloody key. It's it's kind of sick, dude. I they found it so fast. People found it so unbelievably fast. It's crazy. That seems like as cool as that is, the problem is is that it's garbage design because they've been they've spent 7 years training people <laughs> to say this is keep out nothing to find here. Yeah. And once again, if you don't want people relying on a wiki, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I don't even think they gave you like a building or an area of streets to look in in the flavor text. But it's sick because now we'll get to some of my criticisms. But it's sick because it's what I've always wanted. It's what I've wanted in the game for a while. I've talked about this stuff a ton. Where I've talked about how I want. I wanted there to be a single use key that like is balling every time and you can't buy it on the flea, right? I want there to be a key that's not cheesable. You can't just buy them on the flea anytime you want, but a guarantee that it's going to be balling. And that's exactly what this is. So you open it up and it's like super creepy and you go through all these tarps and you go into the back there. And once you finally get, there's like a door with like a bunch of chains on it, like real walking dead type stuff and you can't go in the door, but all in the hallway everywhere dude there's keys there's like 14 key spawns which they've never really done before like obviously there's spawns for keys but there's legitimately like 14 key spawns and huh. so like i've seen people pull marked keys marked keys for multiple different maps kiba i got a kiba key um uh, i got a reserve marked key customs keys like tons of keys emercom keys like shoreline keys there's just like 14 on the ground and key tools i've seen people get the key that you need for that room the rusty bloody key so you can like run it again it's not there every time but so you can run it again and like uh some streamer item spawns and some valuable spawns and it's just like it's dope it's so sick because Do you ever get like 216 just like trash yeah keys, for sure you can but like i so what 
Uh, so like the quest is you have to go in there and plant a Wi-Fi camera in there and then you plant a Wi-Fi camera out on the um, like basically right outside of the room. And then you at some point they need we need to be planting Wi-Fi routers. OK, yeah, <laughs> someone someone needs <laughs> Wi-Fi repeaters. There's too many cameras. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then when you complete the quest, you like plant the camera, plant the camera, extract the ray, turn in the quest. A reward for the quest is another key. So what people were doing is people were a bunch of streamers were like five stacking, helping people out because it's like if I'm a streamer and I have a key, let's five stack it. That's like six keys, six. Entries. Yeah, let's five stack it. We all get the quest done. All of you now will complete your quest and get your key. One of you come with me and we're going to take more people. And like, you know what I mean? It was a bunch of people were just like helping other people get it. And then once you get the well, question, you could go forever, basically. Yeah. Well, if you're a streamer, you could basically go forever. But the people I was watching, like Trey, if if he was using someone else's key, he wouldn't loot any of it. It was like just he was the guy facilitating like I brought you in. Now you bring your key in and we're going to help three more people. And we're just going to keep doing that. So like everybody can get the quest done. Um, but like a bunch of keys were spreading through the community because as people were doing it. So I um, so anyways, so I looted it twice. And, uh, like I'd got some sucky keys that were 30,000 rubles, but I got like, I got a marked key that was a million rubles. Um, and like people were getting key tools. And like I said, people were getting keys for that room again. So you could run more. It's sick. It's definitely like the most consistently just like goaded room. So there is some problems. <laughs> now, just. I, like it has to be asked, what are the chances that it's good forever? Like there have been tons yeah. of rooms that have that have been great so, all the time. But you know, black was always yes. good to go into all the time. Yeah, it was consistent. You know, I don't know about how it is now, but every room that's been good, oh yeah, has been nerfed. Green into the used to be good, and now it's garbage. Red used to be good, now it's garbage. Cable used to be good, and now it's garbage. Ultra Med used to be good, now it's garbage. I've actually got a video in the works about that, but, um. My the, my suspicion is that this room will remain good because of uh, the access to it. If you find a key, so here's the deal. So here's where things kind of start to take a turn for the worse. Um, I love that you cannot flea market this key. I love that the key is a one out of one use because that's what I want, right? If it's a 20 use key, then when you find it, it's just like infinite money glitch, right? You can just like farm it up and make a bunch of money. If you can buy it on the flea market, infinite money glitch. So these are the things like they it doesn't seem like they really consider why they end up having to nerf these rooms. You know what I mean? They're like, they're like, what? Well, everyone's just running Emrecom. Let's just uh, let's just make no loot in there instead of being like, well, how often does the key spawn? How many uses does it have? Like, can we balance something in there? They never do that. So I love those things. Can't flea market it. Dope. One use. Dope. The downside, you can't put it in your secure container. Yeah. So you have to just uh, put it in your pockets and run yikes. the key. And if you've been keeping up, our members in the audience, if you've been keeping up with the, the recent changes to Tarkov, let's say you found it like a, in a, in a, Duff in a duffel bag or in a filing cabinet on like reserve, right? Or you got it in your uh, you got it in your scav case. Some people are getting it in their Intel scav cases. Okay, what happens when you take that key into a raid? Does it gain, retain, or lose its found in raid status? 
loses it. As per some of these RMT changes, what happens when you die with non-found and raid items on you? They delete themselves. So people can't even loot them? So if I brought the key in and you killed me, it's not in my secure container and you can't loot it. It, it literally ceases to exist. Nobody gets it. It's... Who let Todd Howard... Dude. It's crazy. Todd Howard and Nikita <laughs> made... They made a, a pact, some sort of deal with the devil that <laughs> required they make a gajillion dollars, but yeah. the only criteria is that their games can never be great. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So, like, it was in classic, you know, classic fishing. It was so close to just dope, perfect, awesome. Because, like, yes, there was a quest attached to it, which would normally be a criticism, but it's not a capital required quest. And it's a quest you can get pretty early on, right? So, like, it, it, it didn't really matter because, like, and the quest was simple, right? Like, if you found the key, then you were like, oh, I'm going to run it. I can't sell it. You know what I mean? I can't sell it on the flea market anyway. So like it was set up in a way that even though it had a quest attached to it, it was okay. It would have been perfect because it's like, it's an unnecessary thing. It's not something you have to worry about. Like, oh my God, you know, I need Rashal. I need his golden TT. It was just like, if you found the key, it was a really cool side quest, right? Like you're, I got to work on Shooter Burn in Heaven or I got to work on this. Holy cow, I found the rusty bloody key. This is always going to give me dope loot. Like, let's go do that real quick. Like, it was awesome. It was a perfect little, like, this is the guarantee. Maybe you five stack it with your homies. Like, yo, protect me. This is going to be sick. Let's go run the key. And it was so close to everything I wanted as, like, it, it, would, have, it would have stood as this, like, example of why some of the changes that I and many others have proposed would be so cool because, like, you would have never gone and found a stream where people were like farming it all day, like you see with like marked keys and stuff like that. Like it just would have been a cool side activity to do and make some money and just like this really cool thing. But the fact that you can't put it in your secure container and it deletes itself when you die, like the only time if you kill somebody and they found it that raid and it's still found in raid, then if you kill them, it would still be on them because they couldn't secure container it. But like, it's just, oh man, it just, it felt, it felt like, it felt truly like they, uh, like what we had said before, like, especially remember when they made these changes where like, Hey, if you bring in something that's not found in raid and you die with it, it deletes just, and, and, and mo and a lot of people were like, it's not that big of a deal. You never do that anyway. And we were like, I feel like somewhere down the road, they're going to not consider this when making other mechanics and it's going to be toxic. Like this is that moment, right? Where you could make an argument that it would have been okay if you can't secure container it, but when you kill a guy with it, he could loot it at least. You know what I mean? Like you could, but because it, it just, oh man, because it's, it's just a bunch of things. But the cheaters, but the it's cheaters a, too. Yeah. It's a bunch of things I've said where it's like the cherry picking. It goes back to what I said last week. Cherry picking stuff, in my opinion, is weird. And it's the same. Remember when they said with like secure containers, like they just started randomly picking items that you can't put in your secure container. The items that you need that are only found on labs that you need for Intel Center level three and solar, you can't put those in your secure container. Just arbitrarily 
that's you know that's game design to them that's like hardcore these are the end game quests so we need end game difficulty and end game difficulty just means that for some unknown reason this tiny thing even though you can fit a literal tank battery into your sphincter if you have an epsilon case this little motor controller just because we don't wanna you can't you know what i mean and i was i was like I'm all for maybe we can't put X, Y, or Z in our secure container, but make it make sense. Don't just make it like arbitrarily this thing, and then you do it well, with the keys. Because you don't, you unless you've memorized it or you've watched streams or seen videos, you don't know. You you click and drag the thing yeah. into your secure container, and then you see it turn red, and then it's like that's when you learn. Yeah, and you're just like, wait. Once again, when you were saying what the game has taught you, the game has taught me that. I can at least secure this for myself. Maybe I can't, you know, if I die with it, I can't sell it on the flea, but the game has taught me over all my raids, well, at least I can make sure I have it. And then just like, nah, wait, what? And 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 once again, you could even, if you were stretching it, you could make the argument that those labs things, those are end games items. We, we've never been able to put those items in our secure container uh, because when they were added to the game, you couldn't. So it's like, you can make that argument, but keys... Since the pre-alpha, you've been able to put secure con secure container keys. There's literally like five different devices in the game that are all made for storing keys in your secure container. Key tool, Gingy keychain, docs case, sick case. And so just randomly this one key, it's just like, nah. And you're like, I just make it make sense. You know what I mean? So like those are the things... It was so close, man. I love the room. I love how to get to the room. I love that it's like a mystery. I love that it's good loot. I love that you can't sell it on the flea. I love that it's one-time use. And it's just like all the air gets sucked out of it. Now, I will say my experience with this key was, so I heard that there was a singular static spawn for it on the on streets, in the new area, in the new mall, underneath an escalator, hanging on like a... It's, it's like this little industrial thing. There's like a tool and uh, like a tool bunch and a hammer and there's like pegboard and you can find it hanging there. I heard that. And two days ago, um, I hopped on first raid on. I uh, literally it was just like warm up raid. I went streets. I spawned at the mall. I was like, let me let's check for the key. And it was there. And when I tell you that that was one of the most fun raids I had. Like it was sick because there was finally this like tension again, which is exactly why, you know, I, I was like, oh my God, like where do I, where is the room chat? Like, oh, I had the Wi-Fi cameras on me. So I just like took the key and then went to the room. And so like, there was definitely this awesome like moment that was created that I don't get in Tarkov really anymore, but I just feel like they took it too far. You know what I mean? They could have, you could have created that moment without so many toxic like random arbitrary rules around it i guess i don't know yeah i mean you said everything that i yeah everything i was thinking feeling it yeah it was brutal it was just brutal now that raid was like pretty much out of a movie you know how like you can spawn as a player scav with a fleer on an sv98 like one in a million times like just like randomly you can get that. I've spawned with that like three times in my Tarkov career. I've never fought a player scav with the Fleer on, right? Like I've never like killed yeah, a player yeah. scav and I found it. So I find the key first right on. I'm not warmed up. 
I go, I plant the things, I pull a bunch of stuff. I've got a bunch of keys that I now do want to sell in the flea market. I've been burned by Tarkov Shooter Part 8. I really want to survive this raid just in case dying resets the quest. On my way out, I there's a player scav like shooting me and I'm like, dude, how does he see me? I kill him. He's got the SV-98 with the Fleer on. I'm sitting in the extract and a two man of, of uh, player scavs wrap around. I kill one. I transfer to the other dude. I run out of ammo and I'm literally just spinning in circles in the extract, watching the extract timer go down while this player scav is shooting at me and I make it out. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm out of ammo and I'm just like spinning around. It was like an actual movie of a raid. It was Oh, my God. It was epic. But yeah, so that was like... What a roller coaster of emotions, that singular quest. Yeah, it really was. And so, yeah, yeah, it, it really is. It was brutal and exciting at the same time. You know what I mean? Like things were... Everybody was freaking out because everyone was like, yo, did you get the key? Did you get the key? And uh, it just felt like it, it kind of took the wind out of its own sails there, which was unfortunate. Um. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Did we talk about the new Lightkeeper quest, where you have to kill all the bosses fifteen times? <laughs> Jesus, I mean, that sounds like sounds like a Tarkov quest. Yeah, I don't know if we have. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> everything you everything you say about Tarkov, it's, it bounces around in my head for for two hours a week, <laughs> and then it it gets erased completely. It's also funny because I feel like everything that's happening in Tarkov warrants that response where I'm like, oh, did I tell you that, you know, you have to freaking <laughs> gouge out one of your own eyes in order to authenticate two-factor authenticate Tarkov now? And you're just like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Um, So they added. So like, so we have the kill a quest, right? Kill, kill a stylish one. Kill, kill a hundred times. You get to kill a tracksuit. And you know how like we've been like begging for the Sturman jacket for forever and then Nikita was like, no, we're not going to add the Sturman jacket in the game because, like, the killer thing was kind of just a joke. And we were like, oh. I'm not saying it's not sick. It is sick, but I also haven't heard anyone ever... Yeah, it's 50 kills now, but it used to be 100. I haven't heard anyone ever say, like, I want knights, like, the, the goons, Big Pipe, Knight, Berta. I want knights top. But that got added this way. I've seen, I've seen him once in-game, and I've never seen him ever again. I, I couldn't... If you put... If you put any yeah. of the new scav bosses in front of me, I yeah. couldn't tell you what game they were in. Knight's top would really just be like a regular USEC top, like a USEC woodland, like just some random top. But what makes Knight's cool is that he's got a bunch of dog tags wrapped around his arm from all the people he's killed. Oh. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I mean, I've, I care more about arm things. It's, yeah. it's the same reason why, like, I love gloves gloves and knives for sure. in csgo yeah um because that's what you're looking at 98 percent of the yeah. time are your fucking hands yeah uh and once again so, i'm not saying it's not sick it is sick but it was just funny that like at like if the of all the bosses to put i was just surprised like bird eye has a way cooler top like it's like this cool like sweater shawl thing i don't know what you would call it bird eyes top is cool Sturman's is really unique because it's the cool jacket. So many other ones. So it was just interesting they put knights in. But then the quest... Bird Eye looks like it's like a Native American like like shawl poncho. Yeah, yeah like a poncho. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what you call it. Like wool. Yeah. But anyways, so the quest to get 
so just like the stylish one, you could you when you're in the services tab, you can see the cosmetic, but you have to complete the quest the stylish one to get it. So they added Knight's Top, and in order to get it, you have to complete all of Lightkeeper's tasks because the new Lightkeeper task at the end of that long arbitrary random chain of events is a new task where you have to kill all the bosses in the game 15 times each. And then after that, you get another quest, which I don't know that anybody's actually gotten to yet. And that quest, when you complete it, you can buy Knight's Top for like 8 million rubles. <laughs> it's just like... I just saw Vibin's tweet because like Vibin has been grinding the Lightkeeper stuff and uh, and it's called Ballad of the Rogues and it's Rashala Gluhar Killis Thurman Sanitar Tagila 15 times a piece and he was just like bro what and then that's just that's Lightkeeper that's our in-game trader <laughs> you know what I mean um, yikes so that was something. Um, and then uh, the only other like. Mm, there's the only other thing of note was like on arena news. We haven't. Um, we haven't gotten any news since Gamescom. Um, and. They announced that, like, the official Tarkov Arena account announced they're like, we're going to be at a Tokyo game show, like, a basically another, like, you know, E3, Gamescom, like a Tokyo like, one. Like, uh, most, most extreme elimination challenge? Yeah. A Tokyo game show? That's all I could picture when you said Tokyo oh. game show. I pictured fucking MXC. <laughs> Dude. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I would love to see, I would love to see oh Nikita go over God. the... Oh, my God over those big red balls yo like, you just like core memory unlocked i used to watch that stuff holy cow with guy ladouche was that his yeah name? i don't know holy cow i have not thought about that in so long kenny blank and ship anyways um they're going to that to show off more arena and let people play it and then Somebody, so you see, do you see the news like the Mexican aliens that were? Um, oh my! Yeah, so yeah, God. Fudge Fudge tweeted a picture of the alien like laying down in the thing, and it, and he tweeted, he said, "Me by the time Tarkov Arena launches," and <laughs> which was just funny. But then one of the community managers commented, "This is why I'm bringing it up." It's noteworthy. One of the community managers commented and said, "Close, close beta tests will begin in Q4 this year." So, like, they're still, basically, I say all that to say they're still doubling down on the concept that it's going to be playable this year. I'm not saying to believe that inherently. I'm just saying when I was writing down any news that happened in Tarkov in our notes this week, I was like, well, they're they're continuing on the, the closed beta. Now, we don't know what closed beta test means, right? Does that mean, like, NDA invite only? Or does that mean everybody that's purchased Arena can play the closed beta test? I don't know. I mean, listen, Escape from Tarkov right now is a closed. Is a closed beta, beta. yeah. So, yes, me. so, um, so I don't know. Beta, beta. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's really all that's happening in Tarkov. Um, I it's been a while since I made like a proper like Tarkov video. I'm just doing a lot of highlight videos. And uh, I made a video today. I posted a video today on like the weight system. And it's, it's nothing like new. It's 
everything we've talked about before about how it's very unnecessarily punishing at the low end, right? You know what I mean? Like where why at 35 kilograms on a level one character can I like not sprint at all when the weight yeah, system was introduced in the game to avoid people running around with 100 kilograms on their back? Like, why is it so punishing at the low end when the behavior they were trying to eliminate was that? And then I also prove in the video, like, you still can. Like, I go into a raid with 83, I think it was 83 kilograms. Like, my movement speed was all the way down to one tick. Can't sprint, can't do anything. Mule, SJ6, trim it all. Full sprints, bunny hopping around. And it's funny because anytime you criticize the weight system, people are like, well, we don't want to go back to when you could just bunny hop around with 80 kilograms of loot. And it's like, you still can. It like, so I made the title of my video, the weight system is, uh, is hurting the wrong players because right. Like if the guy that the guys that were running around in patch 0.9 and 0.10 with 80 kilograms of loot, they're only better at the game today. They can afford those three stims. They always have those three stims, which means that it's basically a pay to win weight system. And uh, it's just funny to see the uh, it's just funny to see the comments. A bunch of the comments were. Oh, I was going to say, are you getting all yeah. the realism, Andy? No, not Delu- delusional, <laughs> not realism. I actually spent a good part of the video talking about like realism. And, and once again, nothing we haven't talked about before, but uh, about like realism is a is a it's not a blanket tool it's a tool to be used when appropriate like the fact that i have to pack my mags manually is realistic and cool for the game like it creates unique situations and is things you have to think of but like me performing surgery on my legs in 18 seconds and then 18 seconds and then running on it is not realistic and also good for the game right like because if it was a two to three month waiting period where i had to be in a cast that's not fun but the comments were the, the the it's just going back to the whole like you know, I, I, I loved, I, I'm trying to remember. I loved what you said. Somebody said, you can't review Starfield only playing five hours. And you're like, can you review a review only watching 30 seconds of the video? And it's that because a bunch of the comments were like this someday. I don't, I didn't even, it was literally like that meme where it was like, I'm not reading all that bro. Congratulations. Or I'm sorry. Like uh, it, it was just so much, but the core point of what he was trying to say. And a bunch of people were like, it's just so ridiculous that you that like you streamers want to um, change the game so that you guys can that you can run around and run and gun so that you can do this so that like you can so that you can tell have me, more tell fun. Me you didn't watch the video without yeah, telling me you didn't so that watch you the can video. like it's crazy that you guys want to do this so you guys have a better experience that you guys can just like stomp on people and it's just crazy because like that's the uh, I the whole point of the video is that I can do that stuff. I am good enough to always have those stims on me to always do that. I play enough to get max strength and endurance. The actual whole point of the video is like, I wish every level one character had as much strength and endurance as I do today. I want everyone to just yeah. have max strength and endurance nerf the stims. So the chads can't rely on them. Like I want my experience to be worse and your experience to be better. But the criticism is literally you're so stupid. You just want your experience to be better at the expense of my experience. And it's crazy because it's just so I just, I, if I, if I let myself, I go crazy thinking about that because I'm like, you're never like BSG is never going to make the game better for you. If you yell at everybody, that's like BSG, can you please make the game better for the, for these people you know what I mean it's like you're 
It's crazy. You're just never... I don't know. It's because they don't want to listen to anybody else other than the very specific subset of people that they listen to. They've made up their minds. They're right. And Todd Howard, Nikita, yeah. you know, fucking Notch, you know, whoever, they all need to do exactly what I say because naturally I'm right. I'm not, Of course I'm right. I'm the main yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. It's just like classic. And I expected it. It wasn't like I it wasn't like I didn't expect it. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's wild. Some people had like really valid criticism. Some people were like, hey, you know, maybe this is, would be a good idea. Because the end of the video, I'm like, here's what the weight system could look like. That's like forgiving down here, super hard up here. And so some people were like that. And it was great. And I, I knew it was going to be that. But it's just so crazy that you can. Like, it's one thing for you to say Starfield is a bad game and somebody to be like, I don't think Starfield is a bad game. I hate you for you thinking that. It's like, okay, you're ridiculous. But like, it's like you're like, Starfield is a bad game. And then somebody comments like, you're a worthless piece of garbage. Starfield is a terrible game. I can't believe you would make this video defending it. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody that's like, open-minded has watched the video has been like yeah good points like it would they should change it the chads a bunch of a bunch of people in my chat that are brand new to the game were like dude that would be so it would be so much nicer if i could move a bunch of the people that have watched it that are like giga chads will be like yeah dude i don't i i hate that i'm the only one with max strength and endurance like i wish everybody could just move and have fun and then you get the people who are just like no no <laughs> it's weird it's very weird but very uh Bro, you mentioned Expected. the fucking Mexican alien thing. Yeah. There's one funny thing uh, that I think is worth mentioning. All I saw, I, I heard about that while I was watching, like, an Asmongold reacts to some yeah. random other thing. Uh, and all I saw, like, a clip where they, like, pick up the little deep-fried fetus, whatever the fuck <laughs> it is, right? And they, like, put it down on the table. Um, yeah. It's like the, Jesus Christ. The... What's that company? Franklin that makes like the breaded chicken nuggets or whatever. Wilson's. I don't, I don't Tyson? know. Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> the fucking Tyson breaded, you know, whatever. That's what it looks like. Um, but, uh, but I, like, I, and I'm trying to look at it now and I'm all the little clips I'm finding are all like they're, they're in like a black, uh, glass covered like box. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but the one original clip I saw was like someone with like a just a glove like picked him up and like put him on a table, and it was like that stood out to me because I just watched a video that was I don't remember if it was new or if it was from like five years ago and I just hadn't seen it. It was smart. Uh, Destin from Smarter Every Day okay. went and he looked at like where they have the NASA like Apollo moon rocks. Oh, okay. And like he has to go through like six like airlocks putting on a clean suit into an airlock to put on a clean suit over that to like an airlock to and all of the air is getting pushed out negative pressure all this stuff then it's like a glass cage where you you have to put on gloves and then put your hands through like rubber holes with rubber gloves to then take the things out with tongs while they're wrapped in plastic and those are rocks those are and rocks like, from the moon and, like, and of course you know like the 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 Mexican government's just going to be like, 
Yo, we got aliens checking dude. out. Look at this. Oh, fuck, we dropped it. Oh, there goes his arm. Oh, well, Yo, you know, like. It's oh wild. God. It's wild. Give me a break. I was, I was honestly astonished. Like, the whole, the thing that happened a few months ago or weeks ago where, like, the guy was like, we have, you know, non-biological remains, like, or whatever, or, like, non-human. And people were like, oh, is this aliens? Like, I understand that. I was actually astonished anyone took this seriously. It was just like, that's just a clay mold of et somebody just broke into like the back lot on hollywood and just stole the the original draft of the et mold and filled it with clay like that's that's not a thousand year old alien like bro no the 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 first red flag and i'm not saying this is impossible and maybe this is the way that it it, you know maybe this is the way that it would have to happen in our like universe I, i don't know but seeing a bipedal two eyes a nose and a mouth little ear holes in the exact same arrangement two arms yep like it's just so it's so human yep. to be like aliens must be weird versions of us yep like give me a fucking break like t- to think to think that they're just going to be humanoid yep blows my mind right yep but like you know, that's what's on TV. Yeah, that's what's been in the movies for seventy years, right? Like that, or like you take a squid, right? Like I don't know what else you would do. Like people don't get, people aren't creative enough to think about what the fuck aliens are gonna look, yeah, you know, would look like. Um, now again, it could very well, it could very well be the thing that you know we think about all the different. Maybe there's, um you know, we're carbon based, maybe there's silicon based life or yeah, you know, whatever yeah. elsewhere. It, it could very well be that like statistically, given the physics and the chemistry, that if there's life elsewhere in the universe, it's very much the same yeah. uh chemical structure. Maybe DNA is just like the the logical conclusion of the yeah. chemistry and the physics and everything like that. And then you know, if you think that you, there's evolutionary advantages to having that weird little light sensitive patch of cells, uh, which then, you know, can can you can detect light or not. Yeah. To then have that that light sensitive patch of cluster of cells, suddenly, you know, you get a few organisms that have it slightly indented. And then over the course of, you know, generations and generations and yep. generations, eventually you end up with a cup and then the cup comes over and then you have, you know, like all of these different stages along the way provide For advantages. Sure. And maybe having two, you get binocular vision and it's not, you know, it's not going to evolve three eyes. You know, it's only yep. going to get two. And, you know, of course, the nose being right underneath the eyes yep. has to be the. And then the more you look into it, then the more it starts to be like, OK, well, now you've lost me. Like I can see having eyes yeah i can see there being because we know um i'm fairly confident about this but you know feel free to correct me if i'm wrong anybody who's actually an evolutionary biologist in in the the comments um i think we've demonstrated different eyes that's evolved separately on different species um Mm. independent there's a word for it. I forget. It's been too long since I uh, since I've been. I talk about it in my 
my thesis. Oh, that I was telling. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> talking about oh, yeah. We were talking about on the uh, on the the Patreon. The PP. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Convergent. I don't know, man. I think they're real aliens. I don't know where they've been for the past thousand years, but they're real. Yeah, and apparently they just came here and fucking died. Yeah. And then, and then, I guess Tyson got a hold of them. Yeah, deep fried them up them and just breaded them. Those dude. are some of the earliest uh, preservation techniques. Just bread them up. That's. I mean, it's exactly what a chicken nugget looks like before you put it in the fryer. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. Yep. Yo, so we have on these on this <laughs> list of things to talk about unity. Yeah. So that's pretty buck wild. Yeah. So like I've been I'm sure you haven't as well. I've been asked about this all day long. Um someone opened up asking me. They were like, "Yo, thoughts on unity?" <laughs> and all I could think of was your fucking the yeah. last rant you had. It might have been in the last episode or the last Patreon episode. Just talking about Bro. like yo, thoughts on what? the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts on genocide it was it was it was thoughts on them banning sixteen thousand cheaters meaning potentially 1.6 million dollars in profit (laughs) like thoughts that's funny thoughts on unity um so it's funny because like here's the deal right and i've been saying this and people get so mad at me for this but i don't care Obviously, I don't oh, know. Shit, I'm getting ready to cancel you. Dude. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think the Unity thing is great. I think all developers should. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, imagine. I, um, <laughs> um, my, my thing was like, I obviously don't know anything about Unity or what their previous agreement with any of these develop, like developers are. You know what I mean? So I was like, People are freaking out, and I was like, everybody I don't. Everybody else, everybody else, they all know all the contracts and all the yeah, deals. Yeah, I was and like, all the licensing. I was like, this sounds crazy, but like, am I crazy for thinking this sounds crazy? Is this like a five percent increase? Is this completely an unprecedented move? Has nobody ever done this in the gaming space before? Like, I, I don't thoughts on. I don't know. Like, what was it before? You know, has BSG negotiated rates prior? Is this why they? hiked up the price of Tarkov two weeks ago. Literally, it was two weeks ago they hiked up the price. Was this why? Because they knew this was coming? I have no idea. So, like, that's the basis of it. It's like, I don't know how contracts are negotiated when games are built on Unity. Now, that being said, the the it seems crazy that the change is, for those that haven't seen it, Unity was like, we're changing our pricing structure and once you hit a certain threshold of like revenue made or installs from your game on unity, we are now charging the game developer per install of the game over that threshold. So every time someone installs your game, after you've hit this many, you have to pay X amount of dollars or cents per install. And people were freaking out. Now I, um, I, can kind of infer, I guess, from the response from the gaming community that this is a pretty crazy and outlandish and unprecedented thing. A bunch of game developers have made statements that work on Unity being like, yo, this is not it, fam. You know what I mean? Um, So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems wild. 
I mean, yeah, there are, there are, I, I, I looked into this a ton over the years. And of course it's now I'm at the point where I've purged it all from my brain. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like I, I th thought that it used to be at least very similar to like what, like if you asked me what the, what yeah. the unity thing was, um, I always looked at it like, unless you make a bunch of money, it's free. It was yeah. always kind of like, yeah. the, you know, um, I don't know the details. I guess I doesn't really matter to me. What at the end of the day, what's annoying, what's shitty, I think from them, well, there's a couple of different elements to it. Um, what's shitty is the idea that like you sign up for something, you've committed yeah. years and years of work to like put something out under Dude. a certain set of circumstances. Yeah. And then it'd be one thing if they changed it going forward yep. and not retroactively. Yeah. But if they're making it retroactive What's well, like now suddenly do I have to write you a check for sure? Like, I don't know. And maybe it is going forward. Maybe like th there's a world in which all the reporting on this is wrong. And uh, I, yeah. don't know. I don't know. I haven't spent any time looking into it, reading the tweets. I've just heard the rumors, seen the headlines and watched a couple people talk about it yeah. in general. So again, like I don't think it's only going forward. Once again, I very much so could be wrong. Like, but I don't because I've seen some like developers from Rust. Obviously, Rust is a very old and very popular game that's made on Unity. And uh, <laughs> dude, let me. I think like um, what was that game? The recent game that came out that had like really good Twitch integration, The Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, I, I heard the rumor that they were like, yeah, we're just we're done. Yeah, like shutting down. I heard something about that too. Um, damn. Which, like, like, I do have to say, seems a little wild because it's like before if someone was saying you pay, like, you make a dollar, and now they're saying for every dollar you make, you got to give us 20 cents. Like, yeah. that just sucks, right? But... I'm just thinking about like game developers. It's not like it's not like they're manufacturing and they have like these crazy high fixed costs like yeah. that go along. You know what I mean? So like if if you build a car and it costs you twenty thousand dollars to build a car, well then you need to sell it for you know at least thirty thousand dollars to like make whatever money you have back from all of the things. So if if suddenly they were like. You sell a car for thirty thousand. Well, now you need to give us twenty four yeah. of it. It's it's not like they're losing six thousand. It's like they're actually losing money every time they sell something. They're losing money. I don't know how that would work with like a digital game. Yeah, because it's now back in the day when they were printing discs, shipping them to GameStop, and yeah. that's you know, I don't know. It just seems a little weird that that companies would say, "Oh, I'm done now." Um, yeah, but, and I, I but sure you have servers and and you have maintenance or whatever, but is that really is losing twenty percent of the gross going to put you in the red and suddenly make it not worth it? Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what's that's the thing. Is like I don't know. I I don't know. All we can really go off is yeah, seeing the game developers that make games on Unity. And, and like, yeah, the Cult of the Lamb, yeah, I, I heard something about that where they were like, um, I don't know if they're like porting the game to another engine or 
what? I'm trying to figure out making it. I'm, I don't I don't want to misrepresent, you know what I mean? So I was trying to find the, the statement from the cult of the lamb to see what they yeah, actually this, said. It should be said this kind of conversation is this is a casual conversation amongst two non-professional. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, don't take anything we're saying as fact. Don't try to fucking cancel us for our hot takes. Like, imagine that you're chilling with your buddy in the fucking basement. And you're having this conversation. I, we I'm just talking off the cuff. I don't know exactly. I really don't care all that much. What it seems to me, like, there's two more elements to this conversation that I want to bring up. Yeah. What this seems to me, every time I have gone looking to, you know, start looking at options for engines for, like, if I want to make a game yeah. or I want to start prototyping or whatever, um, or you look at all of the games that have been built recently, like, Unity is, like, widely regarded as, like, it's it's not a great engine in people's eyes in 2023. Um, yeah. I think that there are, you know, less than more. How do I say this? More than ever, there are people who are turning to other options like Unreal, especially given how good Unreal looks, how much cool shit they've been coming out with. Yeah. All I hear is cool stuff about Unreal. And all I hear is... Yeah. Um, the perception of Unity is mobile game engine, you know, XYZ. Okay. Oh, did I? Oh. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, you said the perception of Unity is Dude, I, I, your, <laughs> your reaction to what I said didn't match. So I looked over and I saw myself frozen, like, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, something's, something's not right here. Oh, fuck. Anyways, what were we saying about Unity and their perception? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the perception is just not great about Unity. Um, So, for all we know, this is Unity being like, listen, we're not making a lot of money. Nobody wants to use us anymore. We're going to go and do a fucking cash grab yeah. before the, the ship sinks. Yeah. And it is what it is. And what kind of solidifies that, I thought that before I heard that, like, and again, this is completely, I'm just throwing kind of what I yeah. remember from kind of hearing from kind of a tweet somewhere. Like the CEO or somebody like sold all their shares like a week before all this went down. Oh, really? Or something like that. Again, look at the details. I don't remember how much it was, yeah. who it was, something like that, where it was like, oh, well, that kind of solidifies that I feel like they're just kind of giving up. <laughs> like, yeah, that's weird. What I know is that the, the guy who was the CEO, okay, what I know, what I think, <laughs> I don't know anything. What I, uh, uh, I've heard that this, the guy that um, is was the CEO of EA during the time where EA brought forth the loot boxes and were like smashing loot boxes into every single one of their games and every single EA game was like basically just a casino. And for a few years that like EA was... Um, it was like ranked the worst company in the world by like some independent thing like two years in a row. The guy that was CEO during that time is the CEO of Unity right now. And so nice. like I don't I didn't hear about the the dude selling off his shares. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, it just. Oh, OK. So let me also clarify. I, I was remembering and this. See, this is what happens when you're like 
half remembering a rumor that you heard that yeah. you weren't really from an unknown source. It's not like a percentage. It's not like 20% or whatever. Yeah. It's 20 cents per install. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So so even a free game yes. could potentially owe money. Yeah. Um, if it's popular. Yeah, and then, of course, a bunch of people were talking about yeah, if it's over two hundred thousand, if it's the personal or Unity Plus, if it's Unity Pro or Unity Enterprise, then it's over a million dollars. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like if anything, it should be like three percent of the sale yeah. price or whatever. Like that wouldn't be the most unreasonable thing if it was like your entire game is built on the foundation of a yeah. thing. You know, though it might be reasonable, but not to change after the fact. Like you can't. Yeah. Is like suddenly, yeah. are they going to be like you have a million installs? Okay, well now you owe us two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, like then it makes a lot more sense how like you know Cult of the Lamb or what, these other yeah. people are like well now we have to cough up money like what the fuck yeah established games and game developers that have already decided what they're doing with all their money and where it goes and how they're reinvesting into more content, hiring people to just be like, you you are now a unity $200,000 or something like that's That can be a big deal. Yeah. I mean like take, take me to court unity. Yeah. Like we had an agreement and now all of a sudden you're just saying I owe money. Like they can't like some part of me is like, they can't do that. Even yeah. if, even if there was like clause 19 subsection yeah. B, we can change the terms whenever we want, bitch. That you can't just say that, right? Yeah, so like yeah. I, I have a feeling that this you're probably gonna have a bunch of people that are gonna say, fuck it, we're done. And then a bunch of people that are gonna like, all right, class action lawsuit between a bunch of fucking developers, yeah. you know, or whatever. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. It's hard because um, like there's so many um so many people are like um you know, making videos and I, I'm not judging them, but it's like, you know, the end of unity, unity's over, unity just, you know, kill themselves, unity just signed their own death warrant. And a part of me, just like a cynical part of me, it's just like, no, like we're just, it's just like another one of the things everyone's going to get mad about. And then it's where there's going to be something else for us to be mad about in two days. And the developers are just going to have to get stuck coughing it up and games are going to cost more as a result. And it's just like nothing. Like it's just, like, that's the, the doomerism side of me is just like this guy knows what he's doing. He turned freaking EA into a cash cow. You know, it's just like he's doing it and he knows everyone's going to be mad. And then they're just, just going to keep doing it. Like, I don't know. It. I hate it, though. But yeah. But but the thing is, though, the, the question I got asked 463,272 times today was thoughts on you know tarkov you know like it's like what's gonna happen to tarkov and i really i just truly don't know oh yeah once again <clears throat> once again it's like i don't know what the existing contracts were i don't know how much tarkov was paying to unity i know that they have a really close relationship i know that there are people at unity that basically work exclusively with tarkov to make this game run because it's obviously a super popular game I'm not saying it's the only or the most popular game on Unity. I would say Rust is probably a bigger game. Um, but it is definitely up there for Unity and one of the larger games on there. So um, I don't know. I don't know if this is if this is like... Like, it's been funny to people like 
it's funny the amount of people were like there is no way Tarkov will go 1.0 on Unity now and I'm like there's well, like they have like they have a fucking chance. Yeah, I was like, there's like, no like, way Tarkov will be on any other engine before we figure out interstellar travel. Like there's no it's taken yeah. them three years to get from Unity 2020 to Unity 2021. It's 2023 and they're rolling back patches, right? They're not just going to swap over to UE5. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> so so going to how Unity that page. works. Yeah, no, agreed. I'm totally with you there. Um, going to the Unity page and just looking at the pricing now, it says like there's a new plan coming. But if you look there, the like the industry all the way in the right on like the pl pricing plans, it's oh, yeah. like five thousand dollars a year. Mm. So like that's five thousand dollars a year or twenty cents. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of uh, yeah. I mean, that's twenty five thousand downloads. Yeah, at twenty cents each. So, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be Unity making money and a lot of people owing money. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I so don't know. it sucks. It seems it, it seems, seems really awful. It seems scummy. I don't know what the impact on Tarkov is going to be. I don't foresee any noticeable impact to the player, right? Like Arena's built on Unity. Tarkov's built on Unity. They're not swapping it, you know? Now, here's the worst part. Let's say Unity goes under. Or, you know, whatever games yeah. go under. The worst part is all of the people who built their careers as developers learning Unity. Sure. They're now like, our skill set yeah. is, like, obsolete. Yeah. Or at least a huge foundation of For the sure. skill set For sure. is obsolete. So, yeah, that, that I bet you that a lot of Unity devs are kind of like, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to also talk about something really similar related to this, which is um, the Starfield modding paywall controversy. yeah what's happening there so this to also give you the totally like unofficial you yeah know, yeah hearsay there's a uh, a mod developer that does a bunch of does a bunch of mods he has a um a dlss mod um because it didn't come with dlss oh, okay and it didn't come with dlss there that's a whole other story this is all this controversy around like basically Bethesda had deals with, um, uh, Nvidia's. Oh, AMD. I I think AMD, uh, to like prioritize their technology, and and then like Bethesda threw them under the bus and were like, well, it it was like they told us we couldn't, and then I think AMD was like it was never exclusive it was mostly just like a we wanted to you to prioritize integrating our thing it was that that was a whole other hot mess that again i don't know the details on but it just seems kind of like a wow just a bunch of corporate dick bags being corporate dick bags um but it doesn't have dlss so a guy made a mod for dlss i think 2.0 and like dlss 3.0 the 3.0 version he had on his patreon behind a paywall that had DRM in it. So you had to like authenticate. And it was basically like the internet was like, you piece of shit, you know, like, Oh, you shouldn't be charging for mods. Like this is a precedent. And I actually, I, I saw Asmongold's react video and he had, he was really opinionated about it. And, um, I actually disagreed with not like, I disagreed with some of the specific points he was making. A bunch of people were comparing it to like streamers, 
making money and how like i don't know it got a little convoluted mm. um but like the the way that i look at it is and i think this is like the minority view or most yeah. people are just like absolutely not shouldn't be a thing can't be a thing the way i look at it is like it if someone does a bunch of work on anything and there's a demand for it and people want to pay for it like that's kind of like the free market yeah um now if if people think it's shitty then they can like boycott it and or someone in the modding community would come yeah and do and do it for free yeah just like the modding and open source community has always been working yeah. for free so like i feel like they could charge and whatever and then eventually it would you know like i i can i can understand the argument where a bunch of like maybe all of the modders would just start charging and suddenly like modding would yeah. be this annoying thing where there's 10 drms and 10 mods that you all have to pay for and how like cumbersome and annoying that would be to an already cumbersome and annoying process in for many games yeah. sometimes um so i mean i can see that being a problem but at the same time the whole like no nobody should charge you can't charge for mods yeah. i don't i just there's something about that that's like what it, what is the drm thing like what does that even mean uh, I think it stands for like digital rights management. Um, like, yeah, what does it like practically mean? Does it mean like you can only install? It, it's it's what it's what like prevents you from like um copying a PlayStation disc onto like another PlayStation oh, disc. Oh yeah, so somebody couldn't um, buy it and then give that mod to all their friends. You know what I mean? Like install it on all of their friends' copies of Starfield. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean which is what you'd have to do if you wanted to charge for something that was a digital download. Yeah. Right. It's like we could, you know, DRM our Patreon shit so that like you had to, you know. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, maybe you could argue that we do because we upload it to the Patreon, to the Patreon feed, but like we could put it on YouTube as an unlisted video then people could just share the links all around. We would never know who did it. Yeah. You know, it, that would kind of be shitty, um, especially to the patrons who were like trying to get this yeah. content. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. I feel like I'm not the greatest person to get an opinion on because like if you had just 10 minutes ago been like, do you think that some modders charge for their mods? I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Like I didn't know that was the thing. I thought for sure that some know, mods I cost know. money. Like I didn't I didn't know that. And uh usually they and have it also, PayPal links for like donations. Yeah, like donate. Okay, donations. yeah. And so and, and then it's also, yeah, I guess that I just I that if if that was if there was like an outcry about that, that kind of Yeah, I guess my thought is like, is this the only guy that can make that mod? Like I'm not saying it's easy. I couldn't make that mod, but if some if some couldn't somebody else in the industry make the mod and make it cheaper and or drm free and or f just free like I don't, I don't know yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure somebody else could do it and i'm sure i'm sure they could do it for free and that's kind of what i was saying like yeah it, it, i don't i don't know what like the people that were that were talking about it like i said asmongold and and a lot of the obviously the folks in his chat and whatever it was clear that they were kind of like 
this shouldn't be a thing. And it's like, whether it shouldn't or not is one thing, but let's let's say we determine that it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Do we then prevent it somehow? Yeah, right? like, yeah. Is it, it's like the difference between moral and legal. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, you can't... It, yeah, you, yeah, you can't, like, imprison someone for lying, but lying is obviously wrong, like... Yeah, and, like, what are they, like... Like, what could anyone do? Yeah, it's crazy. Somebody said somebody made a DLSS. It's... And the guy that paid, put it on his Patreon probably knew that, right? Like, he was probably like, okay, I can make some money off this for three days, and then someone's gonna make it, you know what I mean? He probably didn't think that far ahead. He probably thought, I'm gonna make some money off yeah. of it, you know, whatever... And, you know, people are going to want it. There's a demand for it. Yeah. If there's a demand for it, I can make some money from it. And I have an expertise that has value yeah. and whatever. And yeah. And once like, again, I, I'm not saying that all of the anger is unjustified. It, you know, there's definitely something to be said for just like convention, just for like, hey, we as a community have never done this before. And it's just weird that you're doing it all of a sudden. And we don't know how to think or feel because is this going to set a precedent? Like, I'm not yeah. saying that every bit of that is unwarranted. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's an understandable yeah. pause to take and be like, whoa, like, is this going to cause some? But yeah, but, I but I don't know that. Yeah, I can sit here and be like, I can't believe that guy spent his free time doing something and then charging a little bit of money for it. It's like that doesn't seem crazy, especially if he gave DLSS two away for free and just put three behind the Patreon. I don't know. A lot of the arguments that people were making, you could make about. Like if I charge ninety nine cents for my app, yeah, it's like you're making something that built on top of some other thing, you're and you're a resource. from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same, like, so if I'm gonna take that stance, then I would also need to. I would be hypocritical if I didn't also have the same stance towards something like. Now I don't charge um for the app but like i also don't think it would be bad or that i should get canceled yeah or that there should be people with pitchforks and torches if you did if i decided it. that i want wanted to yeah um that's interesting so i don't i just don't know like so let's just shame the guy we'll write a bunch of kotaku kotaku arg, uh, articles oh. about how we fucking how this guy's a piece of shit and Ruining like whatever the world. and i don't like i mean that's fine like roast the guy whatever like but I, I don't know i just don't know like so let's part of me though we, is like if you like for it's like a two to one has to be a two to one ratio if you want to roast the guy roast the guy you have to roast bethesda twice for every time you roast him because they didn't add into the game like the how is this guy more of a war criminal than bethesda you know the billion dollar company who didn't put the feature that they know everybody wants in the game <laughs> like yeah well they did it for money yeah um but yeah so like it, it, the way that the argument was going was you know someone in chat said dude's got to eat though and then the response is well you're not you're not entitled to have a living wage doing whatever you want. Yeah. And that was like Asmongold's response was like, you're not entitled to make money doing whatever. And that, but what I felt like wasn't said was, yeah, but he's the other, the original guy, like you're arguing against someone else, but the original guy didn't say I'm entitled. Yeah, he's he, not he demanding said, a livable wage. It's like, he, yeah, he he said <laughs> That's weird. I did I did work 
if you think there's value in it and you want to pay yeah. for it, it's up for sale. In the same way, you could say you're not obligated to use it. Just don't fucking use yeah, it. Yeah, that's you have a weird. Problem. That seems like a weird meta because like the guy who says dude's got to eat. It's like, what if this guy like is totally fine financially and was just of the mind that I put my hard work into this and I should charge whatever I was for it. And if you don't like it, then just don't buy it. And he's like, like, it's weird that it gets reduced down to like, if you don't pay for his mod, this man will starve. And it's like, wait, why are we arguing about it? That's that's weird. Somebody said in chat too, which is an interesting perspective. I don't. Can Bethesda stop if they gave a fuck, paid they mods? Okay, but I just didn't even. I like. I didn't even know. Is that even a thing? It's that's the same thing with WoW. It's the same thing with WoW. Um, that Blizzard has explicitly, like, in their terms of service, that you can't charge. Yeah. For any of the plugins or the mods yeah. or whatever. Now, if they gave a fuck enough, and there were people charging that they could do something gotcha, but okay if people started charging nobody would probably do anything about it like i don't know again i there yeah for all we know there's there's history of yeah, yeah these people have been charging x amount of dollars for x things for what for years now and and, I don't know. And I recognize that I'm so outside of that community that there would be frustration that I might s view as silly, but is actually very warranted. You know what I mean? Just like somebody would think it'd be ridiculous that I could say I had a stressful day playing video games when it's like you have no idea the mental toll that Chad can take. You know, sometimes it's like I can recognize that, that like, yo, maybe there's convention, maybe there's rules or agreements that were in place that this is breaking. But from a 10,000 foot view, it doesn't seem insane. It doesn't seem like out of control that a man on the internet that made something charges for it, right? Like the thing we do all the time, we pay for apps. I paid $2.99 to Map Genie for a forever license for their Tarkov maps. Like it's not, that doesn't blow my mind, I guess, from a 10,000 foot view. Maybe there are legitimate arguments or concerns, but like, the, like yeah, the it, just, it doesn't blow my mind. The argument is also charging money for a graphic setting. Okay, well, some people pe spend twenty dollars for a jacket in a game. Yeah. So, do do you want to like make use of your like thousand dollar graphics card and and really experience a game with nice detail and quality and whatever? And you yeah. you know, would that be worth two dollars to you? I mean, yeah. Like for a lot of people, yeah. So I just I don't think that's an argument. Yeah. Like it's just a graphic setting. Well, what you're paying for is someone's time and expertise implementing something that you want in a game. If yeah. no, like if nobody wanted it, nobody would be talking about it. Nobody would care. But clearly, it's people that want it that don't want to pay for it, and then they want to roast the sky for it and whatever. And then it just becomes like a we. It, it turned in. It turned from like I don't know what could be like an interesting ethical discussion. You know, yeah. same thing kind of with open source software and all this stuff into like, you know, there are just a bunch of drooling, yeah. screaming pitchfork torch wielding people that are like, who are we gonna fucking stab to death yeah. next? Like I you know? like, and maybe I'm maybe I'm out out of pocket for this maybe i'm out of touch i'm off base i don't know but it seems crazy like listen i have not played starfield dude i know i'm gonna get some shade for this i haven't played starfield 
But after seeing your video, it is crazy to me that like the line is drawn here. Like if are if there are thousands of people mad about this, it's just crazy that more people aren't just mad at Bethesda for the state of the game. And like it not including DLSS in the first place, the old engine, the facial animations, the eyes, all that. It's like, it's like, why are we making concessions for the billion dollar company? The story gets better later. You know, they, they're squeezing everything out of this engine. It's, it's, they've only been working on it for 20. Why are we making concessions for the billionaires? And the guy, like, once again, maybe that's out of pocket, but it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. No, trust me. I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm in the fucking twilight zone with like the lengths that, the lengths that seemingly the majority—do I say the majority? No, not the majority. Uh, but a, a, a massive number yeah. of people—you know, at least twenty percent of the of the uh, the voters on my video, because it's at like eighty percent, eighty-one percent upvotes. You know, nineteen percent of people had to downvote the video because, you know, that. They're the they're the types that are yeah you know IGN Spain one hundred one hundred out of one hundred literally nothing in this game is bad. There's not a single the 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 graphics are incredible. The best storytelling Bethesda has ever. It's like I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. I want like, to know I what they like... all said about Fallout seventy six. You know, if they were given nine out of tens to Fallout seventy six, then it's like oh well. Tells me all I need to know about you. I don't know. Um, I know it's like Rotten Tomatoes, where the 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 critics are so fucking out of touch with yeah. um with like the whatever plebs, the mm -hmm. normal people, their reviews. You know, there's so many movies that the critics yeah will highly rate that everybody else hates or they'll yeah, rate yeah. terribly that people like just universally love yeah here's my i, I don't know if we talked about uh, mention this whole thing but like i see i see starfield as like the ninth sequel to like the 14th second character in a marvel movie <laughs> yeah that like people just like oh another marvel movie fuck yeah dude oh god i'm rock hard for the new like you know kitten woman movie or fucking whatever right like yeah they just love that shit they eat it up they'll have whatever it is fine if you don't like it well then you're a fucking whatever the opposite of marvel is dc you're just a fucking dc fanboy and blah 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 and it's like yeah yeah but the writing is shit the the cinematography is shit it's yeah. just a bunch of like fucking michael bay explosion yeah. flying special effects but like the acting's terrible everything about it is bad from a movie perspective um yeah now fallout 76 got eaten alive yeah that's true that was a game it was trendy to hate yeah somebody um somebody put something good in chat which is like i've been actually thinking about this con conceptually a lot recently but it's just like the whole that like it's basically just what you bring to the table, like so much of how we think about things was just our preconceived, even subconscious a lot of times. Like you would never buy, they would never buy a DLSS mod, so it's easy to get up in arms about, but they wanted to play Starfield, so it's hard for them to criticize. It's just like what you bring. And I was like, damn, that's that was a good point. It's like, I've never had to pay for a graphics setting before, so that seems crazy. So like, 
the whole thing down the line is crazy. Now, yes, is that crazy? Yes. Should a Bethesda have added it? Yes. But the flip side of that is like it's hard to it's hard to hear your criticism of Starfield or it's hard to be negative about it because I wanted to play that. I just said like that's what I brought to the table. And it's funny, maybe we'll do like a deep dive of this on like a Patreon episode or something. Cause I've been thinking about that a lot recently, just in life with like so many of the things that we believe or think about life is just how we're like, like, you know, where we're brought up or how we're brought up. And then just like what we bring to life as we go out as adults, just like the stuff we bring subconsciously can affect so much of it. And that was just like, I was like, that's a good point. You, they, people are, we're excited to play Starfield. So it's hard to cross the threshold that you crossed. You were excited to play Starfield, but I don't think you think that way. You, you're a much more open-minded, like if something you're just like, what, what the hell? But I think it's, it's a, it's a little bit of the, what we talked about earlier. It's like, I don't like, people don't like feeling wrong. They don't like being hyped about something. And then that, be, like, you know what I mean? So they, so they dig their heels and then defend. But I think a lot of people have a hard time crossing that line. I was excited about this. And that's and that's basically it's like to bring back to the Marvel movie analogy It's like that's just being milked. The first few Marvel movies I thoroughly enjoyed because it was like, oh, comics. And then they started to get good. And it was like, oh, dude, like Infinity War, like this stuff is crazy. And then they crossed the line and they're not as good anymore. But I'm really excited about them. And so it's hard for me to cross over from I've, I've loved these. I'm really excited about them to like they're not as good as they used to. And then they started to get worse and worse and worse. And it's like an exploitation of that fact that like, I was excited about it. It's weird to be less excited about it now. Cause I used to love that. And I don't want to cross that you line into saying, I hate it now. You don't want to agree with the people you've been disagreeing with when they were epic and they were just haters and you saw like all the people hating are hating for stupid reasons, like it's pronouns like, and whatever. Yeah. And it's like people understand nuance so deeply into their subconscious, but not externally. It's like nobody would ever think this, but they but they subconsciously deep down, they think that they say when the Marvel movies were great and everybody hated on them, I had all the reasons and like and they were good, but now they're not as good. And if I say they're not as good, I'm lumped into the people or conceding that that's right. And 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 they understand that there's nuance to the fact that, no, they used to be good and now they're not. And I could defend that. But that all happens so deep in here and there's no way to externalize it. So it's just a digging our heels in. I'm going to go see every movie. I'm going to buy every ticket. I'm going to do all this, which then weirdly tells the studios, well, why are we paying all this for writers and directors? They can be worse quality and people will see them. That happens with games too. And then we get games like Starfield. So it's just, uh, it's just fascinating. I, I'm looking at this. This is I want this to be a new segment. We need to read like hot take reviews. This is now Fallout 76. I heard has gotten significantly better, just like uh, No Man's Sky and a few other games. Yeah, I've uh, heard that too like, about Fallout 76. Um, the other one, Cyberpunk, I heard is like actually oh, yeah. really good. A bunch of people who got into Starfield that were like this game is trash went back and. It's sort of the place cyberpunk and we're like cyberpunk's actually way more fun. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh but yeah, this is a um a ten out of ten review for <laughs> Fallout seventy six. I have played over two thousand hours and I love the game. Reason is live service online team with players play on public events. Visiting players camps, storyline and side quests are good, able to turn PvP off in settings, activities are always Activities are always keep going and never ending in infinite fun. 
infinite fun. <laughs> Activities are always keep going. I have a feeling this person might be like Indian. Uh, I don't know if English is their primary language, so uh, I don't want to go too harsh on on yeah. on it. Uh, but uh, I love the emotes. I have noticed that a lot of people giving negative reviews. They are misunderstanding about this game. Yes, this game does have microtransaction, but so does Fallout 4 Creation Club. And it's just optional. No point to complain about having nice and cool cosmetic stuffs from Atomic Shop. Atomic stuffs are carried over on each new character on the same account. Are the pro. When I see all the negative reviews are la when I see all the negative reviews are laughable to me. I played over 2,000 hours, and the game is the best game I ever play. I love how camp's set up anywhere I want around Appalachia. I love this game, man. Thank you, Bethesda, for making this game and all the updates and patches. <laughs> 10 out of 10. We'll Hell play yeah. again. I've My heard it's me. come a long way. Yeah, I heard it's come a long way, too. And actually, to be fair, that is from July of 2023. So well, that's recent. It's probably not totally unreasonable. I guess yeah. that wasn't even... Now I feel bad, because that wasn't even like a roast. That was... At first, I thought he was it was just an idiot, but it's just a guy, it's, it's just a guy who's it's English. It's just a guy who doesn't speak language. English that legitimately loves Fallout, and you just... <laughs> Listen, Biohazard Evil with a three, I, I apologize. You're fine. Your review is fine. Now, when you look at all of the, the, the critic reviews, yeah, it's the first one, Impulse Gamer, 92. And then 76. Wow. Okay, wait. That has that has to be like like a thematic choice of number there. Like give Fallout seventy six a seventy six out yeah, of hundred. Yeah. Um. But like, there's nothing in between ninety two and seventy six. Yeah. Whereas like Starfield was like a hundred, 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 ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven. Impulse game. This was, yeah. If you are, this is a critical review. If you are more of a single player gamer like me, don't let the online nature of Fallout seventy six put you off. It's eminently playable as a single-player experience. Yeah, you just, like, unplug your fucking router. <laughs> if you are put off by the issues mentioned at the start, then maybe steer clear or wait to see if the patches address your concerns. Otherwise, I'd say grab the death claw by the horns and jump in. But maybe wait till you have power armor to do that. That's a review. That's a review, 92. Man. Maybe the game isn't for you. Here's a dad joke at the end. <laughs> 92 out of 100. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Impulse hold on. Gamer. It's... it's... <laughs> It's maybe the game isn't for you. If you don't like all the horrible things about it, maybe pass on it. But if those terrible things don't bother you, you should play it. 92 out of 100. This guy, he wrote 34% of the dialogue in Starfield. I'm fully convinced. <laughs> because that's the other thing that I never mentioned is that everything is a, is a fucking corny dad joke. Yeah. That even the player... Okay. Last thing, and then I'm done with this forever. <laughs> Bro, Starfield, it knows that it's annoying and wastes your time. Because half of the dialogue options that you have are, can you get to the fucking point? What's the point of this? Oh, You're wasting my time. Damn. Even the game itself knows that it's fucking wasting your time. Damn. When half the time it's like, I'm bored. Yeah, half of the dialogue options are like, can we skip this, please? Yeah, unironically, it knows it's fucking bad. I just had to throw that out there because I, I just remembered. And I'm putting out, I just put out a video today that was like part one. And it's like, I have, dude, I was going to make one video 
And then I realized I have like 252 clips of embarrassingly bad stuff. And I went through like 40 of them. So it's going to be like a nine part series on my like f- the next 15 hours of playing. Uh-huh. So get ready because it's just a meme montage of broken bullshit yeah. and just me and just me like this. And I'm actually probably going to make a thumbnail one of these days is going to be like this with my head like this. <laughs> um, Yep. Oh, and last thing on the fucking we were talking about like the clickbait titles, right? Oh, yeah. There's there's no there's no it's not a coincidence that if you look at the curve for my video, it's like this and it flattened out within two hours of me changing my title from whether you the whole whether you oh, like yeah. it or not. As soon as I changed it to like, LOL, relax, it started to like flatten out. And then I got rid of it altogether, and then it started to go back up a little bit again. Like, now yeah. it's on, like, a very slow incline. Yeah. So, like, literally, the the provocative in the parentheses is, is like, the skyrocket. Yeah. I, like, I just won't—I can't—I won't be turned. Sorry. I won't be told again. I won't be told again about, like, your fucking lose respect clickbait titles when, like, literally I removed the thing that everybody— like people yeah. were saltier about the whether you like it or not than they were about me saying it was a bad game. Yep. And I change it, and it's like, but yep. But they click, but they clicked because of it. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Woof. Woof, indeed. Well, that's the stuff. <sighs> that's the stuff. Hostess. Um. Boom. Boom. The kid's dead. Wait, what was the thing from the... The kid's dead. Rack... <laughs> rack... Rack man. Rack... Rack ball. Rack ball. Um, anyways, that is the news. Not a whole lot of Tarkov stuff. A lot of other interesting things. The, the, the Starfield mauled continues, which I have found to be quite hilarious. I need to watch the video because I, I, I watched the video. I need to watch the one you posted today. Because I found the footage in the original video to be hilarious. So I enjoy, like, honestly, I unironically enjoy how not like how bad it is. It's so sad that people see that as like, why are you so fucking negative? Stop complaining. Yeah. Stop whining. It's like, bro, I'm disappointed in the money I spent. I'm getting my enjoyment out of it. You're the one complaining. You can fuck off. I'm making lemonade from these lemons. Yeah. And all you are is a sourpuss. Yeah. Boom. There was that that was a roasted. Oh meme <laughs> yeah. in there. I don't know that that meme has ever come after the phrase you're a sourpuss, but <laughs> you're a sourpuss. <laughs> first time oh, there's shit. a first time for everything. Um anyways, thank you guys for hanging. Thanks for being a part. Um thank you again to HelloFresh for sponsoring the episode and friendly reminder if you like this content and want more of it patreon.com slash the podcast pod where we mauled and rant about all sorts of other things. It's kind of wonderful. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging. Thank you for the support. Uh, this will be on uh, all of the platforms on Monday. If you missed a part of it, thank you guys for hanging and we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace.